ladies and gentlemen, if you ain't woke up by now, get ready to get woke up. Yeah. Okay. Shot. 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 Welcome to Shots of V&J. I'm your host, Lady E. And I'm Jess AF. And we, we are Shots, Shots of V&J. Today, <laughs> it's okay, get a little giggle out, We because we perfected that, got it. Today we have a uh, local legend, Laddie Moran in the building. Laddie, Laddie, Yeah, okay. And we also have producer, drummer, educator, and mix engineer, Carl Ooh. Banner. Bonner. Bonner. Oh, Carl Bonner. It's alright, we fuck up. We fuck up once or twice on the episode. It's okay. Anyways, he's here with us today. We're ready to drop some knowledge about uh, music and local support and um, and just how to have a good career, grow and work together. Um, a lot of things we're gonna cover, and I'm really excited. Hopefully, we get all of it. So um, we should start with introductions. Oh no! Shots. Oh my God. I already took one. That's what's happening. <laughs> we got to start with shots. These aren't shot glasses, but it's the only thing I could find. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to, you know. These are shot glasses. These are shot glasses. Efficient. Cheers. We also got Bobby in the building. Thanks for showing love. Bob, right. Yep. Wasabi Bob. Oh, 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 oh. Wasabi Bob. Sounds, yeah. like, a sto- sounds yeah. like a story to tell. Oh, I definitely got one. A couple of them. No got thanks. plenty. Yep. We're going to have to hear that. I'm telling you, children's cough medicine. You know what? That's what this is. Don't let this not make you not like it. Just put it in the freezer and drink it, and it's really good. Please don't give E and J to your children. It's gone. That you know. It's PSA. Just the it's, it's like the, PSA. Uh, the linger. Yeah, it really is. You you definitely hit it. Head it's on that with like that. ambiguous fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. not really. Like yeah, you like specific. it. You like it. It's yeah. good. You tell yeah. me. It's great. Okay, so um. Getting myself in trouble already. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, E&J, talking shit about E&J. What? Oh, wait. Who knows if that's what we're drinking? I don't know until I get a Oh, they know it's what we're drinking, but we ain't showing you. Yeah. Yo, you know what's super funny is that was going to be the name of my first album. Oh, E&J? Yeah. Hilarious. My initials. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, was like, going to tell nah, you earlier. And I was like, nah, that shit's mad. <laughs> that shit's oh, crazy. he's coming with the shots on yeah. shots of E&J. It's supposed to be our job. Um, How dare you? I don't know. It's like, now you should have named your album that, to be honest. Hey, hey, William. Hey, Corey. Hey, Bridget. TCP in the house. Hey, Essence and Jasmine. Well, this love family us. love right there. I love it. Okay, so um, let's go ahead and introduce yourselves a little bit. You want to talk about, uh, you know, your. Who artistry? is Laddie Moran? Your debut oh, a little bit, and then we'll get to Carl. Laddie Moran is a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a rapper. I thought you were going to say God. Just <laughs> a small town guy <laughs> living in a lonely world. Sorry. Shit. I've been rapping for like 10 plus. I mean, like, I love this shit. This is the culture that just I grew up in this shit. So, I mean, for, for me to be who I am now is crazy. As a, I mean, you said it earlier, a local legend. I, I feel like I'm a staple here. Yeah. I mean, you really I are, like, for sure. I feel like the people I surround myself with are staples as well. So, you know, Van and Rose, Finish in Touch, like, who doesn't know who Finish in Touch was? Mm-hmm. Or is? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's it. Hip-hop royalty. Can I just say, in all of these 10 years, you've never switched up once? Ever. Not to me, at least. I don't know who else got beef with Laddie Moran out here, but oh, man. ten plus oh, years that I've known you, I have <laughs> never, I have never heard anything bad about you. I have never heard, you know, any drama that you know you were a part of. So well, that's, that's I appreciate the genuinity that you have in yourself. You Can I just much. take a second and say hi to my mom-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks 
Hi, mom. I think it's important. Consistency in anything is important. But um, I just try to. I try not to talk too much. I try to like let the work through the music talk for me. That's respectable. Well, whenever you uh, say the things you do in your music, uh, I'm gonna get to that later. Cause like you said, one of my favorite things that I've heard you say, and it was in Enter the Gustler Kid. But we're gonna talk about that later. Okay. Um, we're gonna get right back to you. But first, I want to talk to you real quick. Introduction about who you are and what you mean to the music scene. Uh, everything. Hey. <laughs> Eventually. No. Um. No. I just I uh, moved to Lancaster about two years ago. Yeah, I think a little, little over two years ago from Philly area. Um, producer, mix engineer, was a session drummer and touring drummer for a long time. And then just the past past two years or so, I just really started focusing more on the production stuff. And it's been great. been doing music full time for almost 10 years now. Wow. Um, which is weird to think about. Kind of doing a little bit of everything. Time flies. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's it weird. It really does. A um, little bit of everything, like, you know, teaching and producing and a lot of session work and, and touring whatever but like I think recently past like six months or so everything's really gone way more into into producing and mixing which I didn't really intend to do it just kind of happened and especially like working with a lot of remote clients like not really a ton of people in, in the city which is why I wanted to come here and you know meet, meet you guys first yeah. off but you know Laddie's one of the few people in, in the city that I had the, the pleasure to work with so far and He's put up with me, so. So is he your first kind of person you're producing for, or are there other clients you said that you have produced for? Um, in, in Lancaster? Or? Yeah, in Lancaster. I think so. I mean, there's a couple of, I, I, like, I've done, like, some mixing and stuff for some people. But, but not a full project. Yeah, not a full project. And even even with, with your stuff, like, he's getting beats from other producers. Mm -hmm. that, like, so I'm just kind of helping to... Take it, I'm, I'm, take it from, like, the five-yard line into the end zone. Yeah, you know, I'd say, I mean, for real, though, I, I think, you know, on this project and any future project that I decide to do, you're you're the lead engineer. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you got to say so. Because <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know you. I mean, I, I, I do now, but, like, I I didn't grow up with you. Like, I've only known you for, like, we've been together for, what, six months? Yeah, man. So I have no fear in putting you in your place. <laughs> like, I say that in the no. sense that we're just talking about how, like, you know, you're, like, a uh, city staple and, like, you know, like, local legend. But, like, I'm not from the city, so I don't have that same context. So I guess I don't have any fear of just calling you on your bullshit if you do something dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's not often that you do something dumb. But you like, know what's crazy, though, is I wish more people would do that, though. Mm -hmm. We need that here. Instead yeah. of, like, in people, city. like, all right, Everywhere. so, like... Every, you know, in city, in our city, for sure. Look at, look at like, look at Tupac for an example. Like, he did a lot of good, and he did an equal amount of bad. And if I feel like he would have had somebody telling him like, "Yo, chill out more often," you know I mean, and watch your mouth, or like, move this way if you're gonna do certain things, then I, I feel like he would still be alive. And I think that needs. Quick question needs before we um. Kill Tupac. Sorry. I don't know. Real quick. That no. is deep. We can't get into that right now because I don't think Tupac is dead. He is alive. Okay. I have researched so much in my high school years that just proves me that conspiracy theories that conspiracy theory is just false. He is alive somewhere and well. Think he's alive though. Because right. everyone told me he was, so I just started to dig deeper, and it just makes sense. All right, so do you really think if Pac was alive, the things that he no, sees go him. on in the black community, do you think that he would allow that? 
and that what no can one he do? out him what for being what alive? What can he do? Say, I'm he, alive, motherfucker. I'm alive, and I'm not standing for this shit. <laughs> so, Pac was the most outspoken person in hip-hop. Do you really think he's going to sit there and He's waiting for that right time. He's waiting for it. Trump is the right time. Trump is the right time. I knew you were going to say that. Kanye going to the White House is the right time. What you're getting at is that if you're going to believe that Pac is still alive, but you're not going to believe that there's Illuminati behind the scenes fixing it. Oh, Illuminati is definitely out there. I believe in Illuminati. Hell yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm, not selling, I'm not selling my soul, but I believe there is one right, out so there. Look, I want you to understand That's the underground soul, government, if you ask no, me. The, selling your soul this is, is not This is what we don't have enough time for. You're talking to me. So sorry. I'm all about these theories. I will listen. People see him and they get pictures and then they just keep moving and shit. No, it's like this, right? Selling your soul is not a literal thing. I think selling your soul is you know, giving up your morals and really, you right. know, just throwing everything like, fuck it, I want some money. Yeah. I want I want to be looked at in a certain way. So fuck who I am. Like I feel like as talented as some people think six nine is, I feel like he did that. You mean I feel like Kanye West, he's from from college dropout to yay, there's a big difference. There's a big change in the man. Like he he really made me like as a kid, he made me be proud to be me for real. Mm-hmm. You mean like, damn, how we stopped the Black Panthers? Ronald Reagan cooked up an answer. You hear that? What Jill Scott was hearing, and then we go from we go from that to I'm a sick fuck. I like, like, oh, you just sold out, bro. And the only time you talk to black people is when you want to sell us something. Exactly. It's, it's really, 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 you just really my crazy. Point. And the way that people have been supporting him when he just is, he's just, he's so different. I. And then this whole, oh, well, uh, I was being used by Donald Trump and all that. No, the fuck he wasn't. It didn't pay out like he wanted to, and mm. now he wants to switch up. And I just can't fucking stand right, him. So like, he don't stand for the culture. We also have Ain't to shit. understand that people change. People's points of views change. Right, when and you're I surrounded by that. rich white women all the time, yeah, your point of view is going to change to a rich conservative white view. Yeah, sure. Right. But we also Sorry, have to... Sorry, I'm angry we, we still, No, listen, we still have to love Ye, though. We still have to love Ye. For I don't reason. have to do shit. Just, I don't want to do, because I lost respect for him a long time ago. Listen, you... I never, listen... Okay, you still got to love Ye for the things that he's done for the culture. He changed the culture forever. And he made... Was it rap- in the right he way? Made, he made rappers like me. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? He made rappers... You're one of the good ones. He made rappers like Joey Badass. He made rappers... You know I mean? Like, even even in fashion, he you have to respect He also gave the Republicans... I'm sorry to any Republicans who are watching, but like y'all are on the wrong side, okay? No, but yo, um, I mean, look, man, he, look, he really gave it, them some shit to to, to use, you know, right, and it was like, really fucked up. And we're not gonna. Do I get it. Like, he did some great shit, but let's also hold him accountable for the shit he's doing now too. Of course, but you 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 can't say what have you done for me lately, because he he's forever now. He's a fucking legend. I think you can. I think that if you hold that spotlight and you want to use it to make money and whatnot, I can say, what have you done for me lately? You know what I mean? You want me to buy your fucking expensive ass shoes? What have you done for your, you know, the community that you came from? You want to know so, who I mean, else was a legend and then just went off the grid? Akon. But look at it. He's Akon, making his way no, back. Akon signed Lady Gaga and said, whoop, done. Now he's out there. Saving he's the creating world energy shit. for Africa. Yeah, I read about it today. Some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's called Akon, Akon. Lighting Akon. for Africa. I love Akon. I really do. <laughs> no, I had, I had a... said he brought us Chance the Rapper. Yes. I love yeah. Chance, oh, the yeah. Chance the Rapper. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you, Corey. Yeah, you win. You brought yeah, up Chance the Rapper. All right. Can we stop talking about him? Because I'm, I'm done with him. But thank you for that tidbit, Corey. Anyways. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? We were going to talk about Laddie's albums. Oh, yeah. Huh. And we, we want to talk about a quick overview of your past albums, and then let's move on yeah. to the new ones that we can bring Carl into. The new one we can bring Carl into. All right. Um, well, shit. I mean, 
First rest, one. First one ever. Peace, my man Logan, uh, my brother, man. I miss right. you. Yeah. I love you. Um, he actually got me in the studio when I was like 15, 16, um, my <laughs> first recording studio session. And we started making music, so we would drop collab projects like every month or two. And then um, I dropped uh, Better Late Than Ever. That was under a different alias. That was under Flame Spitty Young P. Hey. Super long name. I know, like, don't make that face. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, nah, but yeah, so we had Better Late Than Ever. And then. Uh, when did you switch to Pyro? Was that just no, like that a, was like that was like oh, the first. The yeah, that was that was before oh, shit. Flame Spitted, and I got that from the homies. Like, I was laying shit on fire. I remember the story because I was like, "What the fuck is?" That's when I met you when you were yeah. when you were walking. But see, that's the thing because if that was before, then technically you were a Flame Spitter, but I guess you didn't want to say all that, so you just said. Yeah, I was just pyro. like, oh, "Fuck it, yeah." So that was pyro. It was catchy. And then uh, so we got better late than ever, and then cartoons. Cartoons took forever to put out but I'm glad I did it. Um, that was the first project I released under Laddie. Oh, body music, yeah. Okay, so for the people who don't know, because I know, I've discussed this with you, where did the name Laddie Moran came, come from? Uh, Laddie is uh, my grandfather. That's his first name. Um, long story short, my grandmother on my mother's side always told me that I was going to talk to people, and she calls me Reverend. She did call me Reverend. And uh, my... Dad's father is a pastor. His name is Laddie, so I took his first name. And Moran is a character. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Blue Mountain State. Did you guys ever see that show? It's a dumb I feel like show. I've heard of it. Like I've seen like is it like a cartoon? College bleachers. No, it, like they're yeah. in bleachers a lot. Yeah, yeah I feel like so I've seen it's, okay. it's about a college football team. Okay. And the second string quarterback, his name is Alex Moran. Mm. And he's got the potential to be like the greatest QB the college has ever seen, and he's just like nah. And that's I took his last name because. I know, I knew that I could do great things, but I was afraid of myself. I was afraid of success. Well, you know what? That brings up a good thing. How do you get past the fear of of embracing something or the fear of people not embracing it? You have to stay true to you at all times. No matter, no matter who you're in front of or what you're in front of, what you face or who you face, you just have to remain you. You have to, you have to trust you. You know, mm. and that's a hard thing to do for people, <laughs> especially like, you know, like, oh, uh, everybody in here, if everybody in here had blue on and I decided to wear red, people were like, man, fuck red. Red's a dumbass color, but I'm in here with red on. Like, man, I love red. Strutting that shit. Yeah, you just like, gotta, who gives you just a gotta fuck? do that shit. You gotta do it. And somebody, so if somewhere you knew that everyone would say you could go back in your mind, like, and you knew everyone was wearing blue, but you don't like blue and you want to wear red. You know, that's a lot different, I think, because you got to know. If you all show right. up and you're wearing... <clears throat> so, all right, so, Pete, right? Uh, the name changes come from me not really... Come come from me stepping into myself as a as a person and as a musician. So, you know, when I was Pyro and Flame Spit of Young P, I was really doing... I was really dropping shit so that people would react to it, not because that's who I was. Like, I was writing a million gun bars... I was writing bars about crack. You mean, and this is before I even seen drugs or touch guns. Mm. You mean, and when when I found out what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be as a man, I changed my name to Laddie because this man is a black panther. He's 
an activist. He's a pastor now. He's my, you know, he's a grandfather. He's a father, right? Yeah. You mean? And I'm just like, damn, like that's a strong man. Mm-hmm. You mean? And on the flip side of that, I'm still scared to like be me in front of certain people because that's not popping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean? None of my homies like comic books. None mm-hmm. of my homies watch cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, real talk, real talk. I think we all have. Uh, it's it's just something that I kind of talk a, a lot about because people assume that. Um, you know, you have to always be the same around everyone, but when it turns out we're actually different around most people, mm-hmm. each person you're going to be different because it's part of surviving. You just our instinctual need to survive. We change how we talk to people when we're around different people who talk different. And so, um, it's hard to fight that, you know, while also trying to be like this unique self. So yeah. it's, it's a really difficult kind of thing. But as an artist, like you have to yeah, really. Yeah, it's a duality for real. Yeah. Like it's hard to, sometimes for people it's hard for them to separate Laddie from Ian. And it's like, right. you don't have to talk to me. It's like, I'm your homie. Like, don't treat me like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think within, like, the first couple months of us working, I'm like, dog, don't call me Laddie. Like, that's weird. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I said Ian. that to you before, right? Like, I don't, I feel weird because, like, yeah. I want to call you Laddie, but then I'm like, wait, I've known you since you were Ian, so. Right. <laughs> like, and that's for anybody. That it was I'm funny when person. I say, "Do you know Ian?" They'd be like, "Who?" I'm exactly. like, "Laddie." Oh yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here on my like, phone is Laddie, and then underneath of it, Ian. Like, <laughs> and, that's, like, and that's cool. You know what I mean like? No, you're right. I Actually, think I knew it's you Ian for like, first. Four, like four or five months before I even knew that your name was Ian. I thought. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Laddie Moran, yeah, right? It sounds. Cool, somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody was asking about Ian, and I was like, "Who's Ian?" Like, me. I'm like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think that's important, like, the duality of a person. That's, you know... So what's up with your tattoo over there? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this jaw, man. Yo, that's Yo. crazy. This nigga, that's, my, that's what they asked me. My, that's that's the name brother, they asked me. My brother, Julius. Yeah, that's awesome, though. This is the Keeping day. history right there. Yeah, right. This For those of you day. listening, it's it looks like a... Was that a music... Um, yeah. What do you call it? It's a treble clef. A treble clef, yeah. yeah. It says pyro. You want to read that? That is the day I decided to dedicate my life. Isla says, be you. You don't need to have a character oh. or persona. If you keep it 100, you'll win real ones with your true self, and it will show... In your craft. Straight like that. Straight like Very that. Very true. Straight I, like I mean, that, you heard? Yeah. Okay, so, um, Carl, let's go a yeah. little bit into your introduction a little bit further because we know you moved here two years ago. Uh, you produce, but you're also a drummer and educator and mix engineer. And, like, what, is, what does that mean to us? Um, I am a problem solver. Okay. I guess if I had to, like, narrow, like really to define it. Um, and, you know, I've... In my career, you know, I've been doing music full-time for like 10 years, and I've had to wear a lot of hats doing, you know, different roles, whatever. Definitely. Um, and I think, like, I, I, would, I would, when I call myself a producer, like, I, there's a lot of different definitions of what people, you know, associate with the word producer. Um, and I look at it more in the, I don't know, like, old, like, I don't want to say, like, old school. It's kind of a douchey word to use, but, like, more <laughs> like a traditional sense of, like, where the producer was like the almost like the musical director, like the ringleader, and was the one kind of herding everybody together and like trying to find people to like not not just like making the beat, but also like even if I'm not the one, the best one to do it, like finding the best person to work on the instrumental, finding the live players if we That's need like session That's the person you want on your team for sure. Yeah, like finding the be- like finding the en- the engineer that is better for that. 
I you know, mean, and that's a great way to be valuable. If you don't, yeah. if you're not the best, at least be a part of wanting to find the best. I mean, yeah. how can anyone oh. want, want you not on their team? You that's can't. Awesome. Yeah, you need to be. You, you need to be. I don't even know how to describe it, but like dedicated, okay, like to dedicated, the, but to like a good, best a good outcome. Yes, and, and and honest about your strengths and your weaknesses, mm. and willing to, and, and consciously always trying to meet people that are better than you at all the different things that you have to do mm -hmm. so that when you get into that situation where you need to come through even if it means me not actually doing it if just the act of me connecting the dot could that still leads like long term to a lot more success even if it's like me passing you know passing on a gig to to somebody else that they can do it better that's that gets me way more respect in the end and a better product for whoever like for the artist the client whatever than any payday for me would have been worth i can't deal with you right now i don't have you ever seen last week tonight with john oliver uh only every monday when Fuck i watch yeah. it Fuck <laughs> <laughs> so he's got this thing where he hits this button and sirens go off and he's like we got him talking yeah. about trump yeah i wish i had one of, one of those right now <laughs> Cause we motherfucking got him. This is what we look for. I mean, we want to support the community and build it up. And how do you do that? But by being a fucking genuine right. ass person who yeah. gives a shit about things being great. Yeah. <sighs> and like, so, so, so a good example of like how I. She's to, like, so excited. I, seriously, in. you don't find this. This is a really rare thing. I mean, you're Thank a diamond. You. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. But Share like, some more shit. So, so like a good example of like how I would, how to like actually like actuate that and make that actually happen. Mm -hmm. Like um, for, I'm not, I'm only teaching like one night a week now, uh, like private students. Um, but like the one thing I all, I have all my like drum students do is I have them all learn how to play the bass and learn guitar or oh. like piano or whatever or learn like another instrument. And I do that and I tell them like I don't care if you never play this in front of anybody else. The goal the goal of you learning like like my drum students who've been playing for like years like the goal of you learning the bass or learning to play piano or learning recording whatever is not for you to be able to go on stage and like make that your your job right it's so that way you can better communicate with the other people on your team mm. you know and i'm not so a, smart i'm not like a big sports guy but like i would assume that the really great quarterbacks understand the ins and outs of every other mm -hmm. position on right. both the offense and the, the defense so that way they can not only make better decisions but also like just figure out how to build the team around. Right, so right, I don't understand, right. I don't understand it. Yeah, um, sure. and, I, and I treat music the same way. You know, like I, I play bass on a lot of the sessions that I do, but as soon as it gets to a point where I'm like, oh no, I, like I have my buddy, my buddy Mitch, who's like a fucking monster. <laughs> um, did he like, co-produce a bunch of like Hoodie Allen stuff and plays like Digable, Digable Planets and like a bunch of, she's like on the like Grammy, Grammy board of advisors or whatever. Well shit. And like, I can play bass. I'm pretty solid. But there comes a point where I'm like, oh no, he can do it way better. So I would much rather have that money go to him because in the end, as long as the the song is the, the as long as the end result is as good as it can fucking be, it doesn't matter if I made you know fifteen hundred bucks on that song or I made a hundred bucks on that song. Or I made nothing on that song. I know that in the long run that's going to be way more fruitful than just like. Doing it you know, because I need that. I need that seventy-five dollars. Exactly, and sometimes investing your time and your energy makes more money than just getting that little bit. Yeah. Real quick, shout out to yeah. the only person who has ever fed us, Bobby. He ordered some sluggers, and it, is it bomb? 
You happy about it? Yeah. I just, I just, I just killed it in like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're hungry. Yeah, Grab I'm a slice. Nah, I'm not going to do that right now. All right, while, while we're talking about food, we have a shout-out to Car and Laddie giving us ill-refreshing new music. Music needs you, Laddie. Stop teasing him. Hey, hey hurry up and drop that shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so speaking, <laughs> oh, speaking <laughs> of... Speaking of. Speaking of. Speaking of, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Marquis said, what up, Laddie? One of his favorite artists. What up, man? Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, continue. Uh, I need that feature still. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. stop playing around. <laughs> I'm not playing. We got some time set for tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Please. Mm-hmm. Mike, I'm really excited. Mike first, please. please. <laughs> Can I come watch? Damn. And if he's not watching, yeah. if he's not watching, I'm scolding him whenever we do see him. That's look. That's fuck us up. Yeah, come through. Come through the session. Fuck us up. <laughs> I got a I got a quick question. So, what would you tell a person who has been, you know, writing music, kind of performing on their own, but hasn't taken the next step as far as making a project? What would you tell them to do first? Or announcing themselves as an artist. Right. I would tell this person to wait until you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice until you're comfortable. Practice until you're confident. And take your time with a project. I would say release a single that you're super proud of and that the people around you think will do well. And I'd say focus on that. And then write a project. Okay. What what Good constitutes question. practice? I would completely disagree with you. Oh, yeah. cool. Let's hear it. Why? Well, because well, mm-hmm. I would say because the only Ooh. way... I definitely have a, Wrong. like, <laughs> and, I mean, and this is, like, I mean, it's, I'm trying to think of how to, how to, how to phrase this, I don't know, I think it's, there's, there's, a, there's merit to your argument, for sure, I think there's also merit to the argument of, I feel like I know what you're going to say, say it, get it out, why don't you say it, and that way if he gets pissed, you I can need another <laughs> You finish your words, and then if you don't say what I think you're gonna say, you should, no. yeah, tell me. I'm curious to hear what you think you're gonna say. I mean, there's, I, going by my own experiences, my entire career has been based on me diving headfirst into things that I'm not comfortable with, yes. and making the most of it and learning from it. I feel like if you're there's a, there's a big difference between jumping out there and just like going for it, and you know, trying to figure out, like, doing it as a learning experience and trying to not only get better with your stage presence, but also even, like, something as simple as, like, tuning your fucking guitar. Like, there, you'd be surprised how many people just don't even know how to, like, singer-songwriters just can't fucking tune a guitar. But there's a big difference between that and just going out there thinking, oh, my songs are great. I'm, this is as good as it's ever going to get. Right. And just putting out there. There's a, there's a big difference between putting yourself out there as a finished product versus putting yourself out there to have it as a learning experience. I was going to say that that what I thought you were going to say was, yes, you should you should um, practice and all that, but I'm the type of person that if I'm constantly worrying on perfecting it, I'm never going to put my shit Same out there. Here. Same here. And that's why yeah. Shazzy and Jay took so long because yeah. I was so stressed out and everything being perfect. <laughs> right. And I, thankfully for my <laughs> anchor over here, she was like, bitch, stop it. Okay? It's going to be great. And, and it's, it's great. So. I'm, not, I'm not talking about perfecting it. I'm talking about getting it to a point where you're comfortable being able to perform in front of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think, How do you I do that? How do you know that you're there? You just know. Like when I write it, when I write it a song feels before, right, yeah. right? You just feel like you're meant to be there. This is meant to happen, Bef- and I'm doing I it. Before I even record a song, before I record a song, before me and Carl even talk about the idea, what I do is I rehearse it over and over and over. So I'll be at work. I'm fucking cooking. 
I'm talking to my son. That's smart for saving your money too. And I, I just rehearse it over and over and over again, down to down to ad libs and certain breaths or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm just like boom, boom, boom. So that way I get in there. My job is easy. His job is even easier. Right, and that's why I say it saves money because I've seen so many people go into the studio. Oh, we're going to in a second. So many people go into the studio and they just they they aren't prepared. They don't have it memorized. So they yeah. go in there and they spend hours trying to get this out right. If you've got it memorized, your ad libs down, it shouldn't take you longer than an hour to get a whole track out. And good. The phone should be the phone lyric should be a safety net that you hope you never fall from yes. the trapeze and you. Yes. It's there in case you forget something, but you sh- it's not. Mm-hmm. You get should, nervous real quick, right? Because you're because the the energy and the emotion is. You're, you're, if you're putting anything less than a hundred percent into the performance, mm-hmm. even if only 15% of your brain is being put into like reading lyrics, then at best you're doing an 85%. Right. You know, when you yep. could be doing a hundred. Yep. Yeah. And, and as if you've got it super memorized, especially for singers out there, you can take your time to go over different things and try to s- different sounds and really find new things. And so I've definitely found that that's the best way to get the best sound in the best song is by really memorizing it and really attacking it. We've, we've got some comments here. Uh, Marquis says, TCP Hip Hop Showcase, I'm just saying. <laughs> Corey says, Ooh. I think Laddie's right. Wait till you have some great shit first. People often judge you by the first thing that they've heard from you. Corey's yeah. definitely right, because if you put out some shitty shit first, yeah. no one wants to tune into your next thing. You've got to persuade them. That's true. And I guess I was thinking, I guess it depends on, like, releases are different from, like, live performances. Right. And I feel like maybe that's something that, and in, in, in you would be able to tell way more than me, but I feel like in my experience, rappers are a bit of an exception in the sense that be starting like beginner rappers will record a song, they'll they'll write it, record it, have it mixed and mastered, and put on SoundCloud within like forty eight hours mm-hmm. of its inception. Whereas like any other style of music, there's a lot more process of just like of that kind of internal yes. refining. Yeah. So I guess when I was, I am i don't come from a hip-hop background initially, so I guess for me, I was thinking of, like, performing your songs live and, like, like writing the songs and, like, performing them live to, to do that part. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is needs to be head first. But I think if we're talking about specifically recording and mm-hmm. releasing, then, yeah, you need to you need to record. I, I'm always of the, the, the school of, like, Record ten songs to release three. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, because you're gonna have yeah. shitty songs. It's yeah. just it's gonna happen. You Everybody has the bad best ideas. of the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And on top of it, record your stuff. Like you said, they record it. It's done. All right, put it out. No, sit on it. Listen to it because it, you. First of all, in my opinion, I'm 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 new to this making my own music and putting it out there. Uh, putting it out there is in recording it. I haven't put any like real things out for myself, and it's just like. Because all I want to do is sit at home and, and listen to it and think like, okay, well, is this really good? Because I'm kind of, right now, obsessed with my own sound. Just the fact that, you know, I'm on a track, it's kind of like a new thing. So, like, for me to really be able to see whether it's good or not, I need time. And a, a lot of people miss that. Well, you need time, but you also need thoughtful, like, educated critiques, imp- critiques yeah. and input. Yeah. yeah, that's what I Trusted, Very thoughtful, you know, and educated yeah. critiques. And, and luckily, you have a husband who's a phenomenal musician. Yeah. You know? <sighs> I couldn't be luckier. No bullshit. Like, that's no dicky. Like, he found his niche, and he, yeah, I he's mean, fucking it up. It's sad real. that in our local community, when you support someone who is good at what they do, it's it, it can be considered dicky-eating. Yeah, but it's yeah, just like, I no, mean, I'm just supporting someone who's great, who I didn't grow up with. Like, okay. Wait, yeah. I mean, that's that's what anything. I mean, look how they it is, did. It's look, true. look how they look how Lancaster specifically did P and B rock. And, oh, he's he, oh, this nigga been here about umpteen times and blah blah blah. But like, <laughs> bro, 
every time he comes, you come and watch the man perform to talk exactly. shit. What's the point, bro? You done paid your fifteen dollars to get in here to talk mm-hmm. shit about a nigga for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a bird, my nigga. Yep. I will support this. Look, I support Curtis every day. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, right? I support Curtis every day. And if somebody says that's dicky, and because I'm supporting the homie's business, like it's mine, right? Then something's wrong with you, bro. Yep. Yeah. Something's really wrong with you so, because it's a weird mentality. It is, but you know what? You have to wonder where it came from, and I think that it, it you know, it's part of the culture, you know? So it's like... No, it's not. No, you don't no, think so? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. I think that's, it's been it's something... It's not part of the culture. If you look that's, back, that's though, on people, hip-hop, no. is it not something that, you know, you're on the west side, so you support, you know, Biggie, you you're t- on the east side, talk- so you support... Nah, are you talking about... Or, fuck, the are other we, way around. Are we talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that part of history. Like, fuck. Nah, like, that came... That just shots. came... All right, so, so Pete, right? When KRS-One... When KRS-One was dissing... Cheers. Yes. You Cheers. put me on to KRS-One. Damn, she didn't When y'all know. finish this, Listen, I got another question for you. We don't need to talk about how long ago that was that you put me on. Uh, when KRS, right, when he was dissing, it wasn't because... He was like, man, niggas suck. Dude, y'all niggas dick-eating over there. I'm the best nigga ever. He was just like, yo, I want to battle I mean, and that's that. That wasn't hating. It wasn't hating for. Oh my bad. Let me get your jack real quick. I'm gonna go live. Yeah, and accept all them tags. I just tagged them in, please. Yeah, <laughs> share that shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, can I ask my other question? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting nobody to walk in here, but I said, hold up. Um, yeah, so we got into the whole, you know, confidence part as far as someone starting out. But logistics, how do they find a producer? How do they find a studio? How how much is a studio? Like, can you do it from home? What can you buy from home? All right, so you can, you can do all of those things. Um, I, like, there's, we have the internet. There's no reason that people shouldn't be able to find a studio. And you can go on tours. You don't have to pay for a tour to see if you like the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, ask a million questions. Like, yeah, ask a million questions. Yeah, and if they're not questions. cool with you asking questions, fuck them. Don't give them your yeah, money. Right, don't, don't Real shit, there. real shit, because they're not going to treat you any better when it's time to, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, hard, it's hard to find places that actually care about the art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was lucky. I was very lucky to run into him. I was leaving the studio, and I think he was going in, and I was like, yo, what do you do? Come over here and check us out when you get the chance. And luckily, he fucked with me. But I think... um that's important for you to do your research. I think it's important to study like microphones and preamps yes. and stuff like that yes. to see what you sound like on these mics to see if you like what you sound like. Mm-hmm. You know, um, home studios I think are important. I'm slacking on mine. I don't have one. home studios are cool if you put the money and the equipment. Because if you don't, if you put the money in sound treatment, okay, sure. That's but that's what I meant by <laughs> that's, equipment. That's bigger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sir. Um, but yeah, but to be more yeah. specific, it's not about the mic specifically, yeah. but the the processing yeah. and the computer sh- stuff. Um, but yeah, if you don't do that, then no matter what you do, you're gonna sound like poop. And yeah. it's just like you can't invest like fifty dollars in all in each different thing. And then unfortunately, I think it's, it well, requires it's, it's some like, money to make know, a like good we, sound. Like we were talking about earlier, like when these new kids come into a studio, and I tell you, studio time is thirty five an hour. And that doesn't include a mixing fee. And mm-hmm. you want something mixed and mastered in an hour? What do you think you're gonna get? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I stopped. I stopped. Not great quality. Entirely. I was just like, this is. It's that, right. It's that, not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good, and you're gonna be mad at me. I don't. Right. I, I need the money. And I know I have a kid and I have mortgage and everything, but I don't need the money that bad. Right. That I'm gonna put out a shitty product just right. because. Which is right. 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 Because it matters whether yeah. what music you're putting out and. 
it's so important like and so that's it's unfortunate and people i think those people they don't respect the actual art it's just about you know a get rich quick quick kind of thing in my opinion i think i think i think that's half true i think mm-hmm. that people at a certain point did care about the art and now it's about the money because mm-hmm. fuck it if this kid is going to pay me for two hours or an hour i'm just going to take it and i know he's shitty i'm not going to give him no type of pointers i'm not going to do none of that so i would suggest finding people who understand what you want to do as a musician i would suggest finding people who understand the art and you know carl doesn't come from a hip-hop background but being around me and you know i'm like yo did you listen to this and vice versa he'll send me shit to listen to him I'm like oh word i listen to shit with a different ear now you know I mean yeah i think it's important for a young musician or whoever to find yeah, I would say it's piece. a red flag right. if <laughs> you, you know? go to an engineer, producer, recording area, and they don't offer any tidbits of information, any yeah. kind it's of, oh, cool. this is, yeah. yeah if they don't cool. offer nothing, then get the fuck out and don't yeah. go back there. Because at the end of the day, uh, a producer, if they don't love the craft, if they're not there giving pointers, they don't love the craft. And they're then, not going to last long. Right. Yeah, and they're just taking industry, your money. Gonna, yeah. yeah. I think I think it's, I, yeah, man, I hate going to a studio and I'm like, yo, how did that sound? And niggas is like, yeah, it's cool. I turned to a straight bitch. <laughs> I turned to a straight bitch. Now, I typically, I'm there. I'm, I'm there with Corey. Yeah. And so for me, especially when it's not my own shit, I have like this like bodyguard kind of persona, like an aggressive ass. Like <laughs> you better treat him like he fucking matters. You know? Um, do you remember when we recorded uh, No Pressure, No Diamonds? Yeah. I um, I fucking hated that session. It was an interesting session, but uh, it was one of those that like kind of solidified my role for me because like I was really involved with Corey, and then he goes in and records it, you know, and, and Frankie went to go say some shit, and Corey was like, but Jess, what do you think? And I was just like, yeah, okay, so now I understand, and like, it's kind of like got me realize that I can sit here and talk to this guy because I know what he's wanting, and so, yeah. so it, that, I think it helps to have people with you. That session for me was terrible because I didn't get any type of like I just got the it's cool treatment and it wasn't cool bro yeah. like rough yeah you know that I listened to the record it's like the now worst possible yeah like I, feeling, yeah. right yeah. I realized that you know you use the same presets for you for my vocal chain and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work I sound ridiculous I hear you, you know? and I and I, I hated that session and up. and you don't like shit. this sound this doesn't sound good to you no. it sounds great <laughs> you sound great it's, let's, 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 uh, let's just do the double real quick okay good yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, like, like that and that's I was you know I'm like I'd be I'm pissed. there Bob were you there for that he was for, yeah. for no pressure that's no problem that's why I met him yeah. right and we was in the crib Liddy <laughs> I drove to get beer out in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah that was great yeah. <laughs> nah, but like you know that session for me I was like I'm never gonna work with this guy again because you treated me like you whatever about it and this is like your paycheck right and I looked at it and I'm like yo this is for my man's project like this is somebody who I respect you mean and you're you're giving me like the worst of the worst you mean yeah, I hear you. I don't ever want to make anyone feel like that, so I try not yeah. to. My bad on that. But no, go ahead. So, I have like a, kind of like a two-part. Co- one one idea that I think is going to kind of cover a couple different things, um, but pertaining to the art, the artist, um, artist and producer relationship. But uh, earlier we were talking about like home studios, and I would say for an artist, the, the same thing that I get my students to do as far as like, oh, my drum students are going to learn bass, whatever, mm-hmm. just so they can better communicate and whatever, right. they can be functional. Better perceptions, right. I always try to get, like convince the artists that I'm working with to, if they don't have a home recording setup, 
get one. Mm. And while we're recording, like I'm always thinking out loud about what I'm doing to try to better educate them about more like the technical stuff that I'm mm -hmm. doing and like the decision making that I'm doing because I know that the more that they understand, the better they're going to be able to communicate their ideas to me. And as a producer, having an artist that can clearly communicate ideas is that's gold, you know. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is like any artist that's starting up, like learn how to use, even if it's just like gar garage band on your phone or something, you know, learning the basics of that, but also trying to have that, if, they, if they're able to have that kind of self-editing wisdom to know like, okay, I'm trying to get functional on this so I can record ideas and get demos down, but I do recognize and value that there are other people that can, you know, actually engineer it better and actually mm -hmm. makes it better. But then at least it still builds you, the artist's ability to communicate ideas and communicate what they want. Mm -hmm. what, what this communicating a sound that's in here to somebody else that's at a computer is way fucking more difficult than it anybody is. realizes. And, and that actually leads me to my next question for you: is is yeah. it's so fucking hard? I mean, playing charades, you know, you have you have someone tell you a very easy fucking thing like a fucking name, right. and then you've got to portray it to these other people and I feel like that's a good kind of idea of how this shit works because you know what you need to do um, and so you're trying to use the information you have to let them know what it is but they have no fucking idea so it's like you're really working to come up with something and, and give them an idea out of nothing and it's really really hard but what I want to ask you is as a engineer and a producer how what are some pointers some tips that people can use to communicate because from my experience, it's not necessarily the easiest thing, especially as a new artist, um, to talk to a producer because I feel like you know, depending on the producer, they might feel like they know things or that they're 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 you know they've got better ideas than you do or something like that. So how do you put your foot down without like get, getting upset or like you know upsetting the producer or, from the artist's perspective? Yes, yes, yeah, um, and really sharing that vision um, in a in a in a way that you know is productive and efficient. That's the with that's difficult the life, producers. That's the lifelong challenge. <laughs> so there's um, no tips. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just studying. You have to study your craft. Yeah. You have to study every aspect of your craft to be efficient. You know, mm -hmm. that's with anything you do. How many times did you try to tie a shoe before you were able to? Right, but yeah. the, the I think the the difficulties of it is the fact that there's another person who's got their own perception, their own um, ideas. knowledge, and yeah. the ideas based off of their own. Right, experience. but that comes, right, from, that comes from people. So sometimes I feel like it, it can be butting heads trying to explain. How do you go about dealing with it when you've got someone who is so strong-headed, you know, that they have a hard time hearing you? And it happens. Do, do you want the honest answer? Oh, fuck. Get somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I knew that's what your answer is going to be. But let's say you didn't have the input for that. Okay, okay. Um, then, so if you if you can't find I'm, somebody else, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, I mean, I, I, I would almost say, like, if you can't find somebody else, you're not looking hard enough. Because there, mm. there are, there are, I mean, there's a million, like, beginner producers and engineers out there, and a lot of them are going to think that they're the shit and they got it all figured out, but there are going to be some that, I mean, statistically, it's got to happen that there's some that are trying to learn, trying mm -hmm. to get better, and, and want to have that kind of, like, uh, empathetic connection to the vision. Okay. You know, so even if, you, even if like, budget is an issue there's still gonna be people that'll want to do it for cheap or free if they're learning as well that have the mentality of trying to trying to understand you and not just like 
like if if you're if you're the producer and I'm the artist, I not somebody that would just like listen to what I'm trying to explain, but someone that will ask follow up questions mm. and, and try to like prod and try to like get clarification. Like right. I, I, a lot of times, I have artists that ask me or they they give me reference tracks for like what they're right. what they're, what they're working on, and to me, a reference track is useless unless they can give me like two or three sentences about why that's a reference track. Right. Is it what specifically? Because like if I, I there's an artist I was I was talking to, um, I was no it was a a fellow producer of mine in Alabama just random um, was was asking me for some advice on like how to deal with a client that. Uh, was giving him references for a track, and it was like Taylor Swift, and uh, there it was some other like random like uh, Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. And it was like super super pop, and then like <laughs> indie rock, and there's all this stuff. Right. And he's like, I have no idea what the fuck to. How do I interpret this? Like, how do I yeah. take this? And I, I said like, the best thing that you can ask for is like uh, a, a Spotify playlist or whatever, of a couple songs, and then like with two or three sentences explaining what about each of those songs you like. Right. You know, so instead of it just being like, oh, I like this song, it's like, oh, I love how the drums are really loud and the, the there's, like, this constant sense of, like, a train pushing forward. Or I really love how there's, like, a whole, like, there's so many vocal layers and there's all this whatever. Like, even if, even if the artist doesn't have a huge vocabulary as far as how to describe it, there's usually enough of a common ground of just like normal human words that they can describe to you, you know, or at least get you closer to the bullseye. Yeah. That way. Yeah. So I think as for so to answer your question is like I think for the artist, it's being better at like describing, like fi- finding those example tracks. Right. And and putting being able out to why. specify. Right. And for the producer is like to take the information given and if it's not clear follow-up questions and like ask and try to like right say oh do you mean this mm-hmm. you, are you looking for you this just, mm-hmm. you know and trying to find that middle ground because i feel like there are a lot of artists that are too stubborn or too proud or you know to to ask those questions or to like say those things and yeah. there are too many there are producers that are way too proud and stubborn to ask and they just assume that like okay well whatever whatever i think is right is right it's bullshit. Right. You know, whatever the artist is thinking is right. Okay. Is so right, correct me right. if I'm wrong. If there's anything to be taken away from here today, yeah. it's that if your producer doesn't um, offer information, doesn't work to create your vision, and isn't cool with you asking questions, then they fucking suck and you should get someone else. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to say that they that they suck. They do like, suck, suck as a producer because your, your, the job they're, is they're, to... They're, they, they, yeah, they might be skilled. skilled. Yeah, exactly. They're, they can be okay. skilled. But they're not a, they're not an effective producer. Right. Right. Okay. They that's, suck. That's yeah. I like that word. Right. Exactly. Right. Not. Nah, yeah. I would. I would say that. How did you feel when I was like, "Yo, do you remember when I first started working on Growing Pains? I was like, I want this album to sound personal. I want it to sound like a conversation. And I sent you. Uh, I think I sent you Free Your Eyes Only, J Cole joint. Yeah. How did you feel when I sent that to you? I loved it. I mean, and I love the way that you described it of being like intimate and personal. Like yeah. to to me. As a producer, then I thought, okay, well, intimate and personal. He's like, smart. Obviously, it means not a whole lot of vocal layering. You know, not a lot of doubles and, and, and ad libs. If they're in there, they're they're subtle and they're they're meant to be like felt, not heard. You know, um, not a whole bunch of effects on your vocals. Like I want it to sound like it's me and you in a room, and you're like this, and you're you're talking to me, and you're explaining to me your 
the emotional journey that you're trying to to speak through these through these songs, you know, and that's to, so to me that that was super super helpful, and you know, and as a producer, you, I, you know, finding somebody like you that can articulate it that way is really really awesome, and 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 unfortunately a rarity, mm. you know, so to be a successful producer, and I don't mean like. I don't. I'm not talking like necessarily like financial success. I'm just meaning like effectiveness of helping the artist to achieve their vision. I feel like the quicker that you can decode what the artist is saying and is trying to get at, I think that's like the most. That's like the most valuable skill that a producer can have. Has nothing to do with te with technology. Has nothing to do with like the beat making. It's like the ability to be able to figure out what the fuck the artist wants, which is really 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 hard and I feel like you, the, do you think you did that with this project so far I feel like aside I'm, from what I feel do you think I feel that you like did that? I feel like every song that we do together I'm getting closer you know what I mean I don't think I, I don't think I'm ever gonna I, I I'm too critical of myself I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm too critical of, my, of myself to ever think that I'm gonna hit a bullseye but I feel like I'm getting with you at least because we're developing a relationship and I'm getting to know you more I feel like I'm getting closer and closer every time can I ask a question? <clears throat> were you, <clears throat> did you, were you the one who was engineering when Corey um, recorded? Um, uh, looking, yeah. Looking, yeah. yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to be clear before I start calling, talking about you, and he's talking about Mike. But Corey came home and was really, really impressed with like you know your communication and the way that you you know worked with him. Awesome. So I mean, um, he since for the last year and a half ish, he's been working with the same producer. So that for him was really getting out of the box, and then hear him come home it was just like um it was really cool and it was yeah. just like that was a great impression and then you know uh you hit us up on instagram so i was yeah. just like you're out here really working so like Trying it's really to. really awesome I real quick i don't mean to cut you guys off we've got a lot of engagements from our audience right now so okay. shout out to van blue and rolls they're tuning in so. here but <laughs> we, we got a question from uh we got a question from his live here what's that um pretty much the person had asked like what studio are you at nowadays um and just like you know in your experience did you have more success more success um in like you know like a in-home studio or like you know somewhere a little bit more um professional yeah i guess right, is the word. so i work out of triforce studios right now and i work from a couple of different places so triforce i work with curtis and i work with rose and van um I think that if I didn't have a home studio, I I don't think Grand Pains would have got re recorded so fast. Um, so there's that. But I like I like the professional setting. I like it makes it's for me. It makes me feel like I'm already there. Mm-hmm. Gives so, you that extra confidence yeah, boost. Yeah, yeah. Gives you can, me. like let your your guard down. Yeah. yeah, right. I, mean, yeah. I don't want to speak for you, but I mean, like, but that's the Not impression sure. that from what you've said for before, sure. Like, it, it seems like you can kind of like for sure. I can let loose. Are down. Yeah, yeah, I can let loose. I'm a new for me. Yeah, for me, it was like I was a, a new person because it was like I'd never been in that. So it was like I get to create who I'm gonna be behind this yeah. mic, and so it was just like let me embrace that. So yeah. definitely so, that I can definitely agree. With so what like you're saying. Wor working working at home, working with Van and Rose is super cool because they let me experiment. They don't judge me. You mean and they they let me just kind of do whatever I want in the studio and taking being able to take that into a professional studio is amazing so I would say the speed speed wise comes from the home studio 
and then the actual, you know, the actual, uh, uh, really hammering the project out comes from being in a professional studio. That's what I was saying. Okay, um, so... Can we play a game real quick? Sure. I was going to save that for last so we can oh, end okay. on a fun note. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. Just because, like, we're... This is a fun... You know, she's like, y'all think it's boring? Y'all think it's boring? You ain't got no bullet holes. You ain't got no stab wounds. I'm typically good at being sarcastic and shit, but you got me there. Fuck. That's what I'm say. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm having fun, but... Damn, all right. Okay, so I just... Before we, we went live, we were kind of talking about local support. Yeah. And this is something that's really, really important to me. About a year ago-ish, a year and a half ago, I started a radio station. So don't have your shit. And I asked local music people, local artists, to send me their edited music. I've gotten... I almost spit out all of this soda. All of it almost spit out. She's funny. Right. Well, I didn't know. So I started going on spot, uh, SoundCloud and all that. <laughs> so um, it was that that opened my eyes to the lack of support. Because even when it's, hey, I'm going to put your music on the radio, people are just like, I don't want to work on that. They still you didn't know? put that work in? They still didn't put the you, fucking you know, work in, Bobby. They didn't send you no edits? No, they didn't send me they nothing. They didn't even send you the one. They didn't send me, I'm a mo- they didn't send like, me shit. Like tell them. Bobby, the they didn't send me shit. Tell them. Where you hey, just listen, mute your I, voice right, every so, time so, you curse. Right. Right. I'm going to tell you a quick and funny story. Yes, it's, okay. a, it's a Thanksgiving story. Okay. Perfect. Thanksgiving week. I was I co-hosted a radio show down in Kansas City for like a year. It's a long story. Um, from like remotely, but uh, every it's like an alt rock station, like kind of. I don't know if you have like Radio One Four Five in Philly. It's, we, it's like ninety seven point three here. Probably. I yeah. know it's um, but, but, or one hundred five point uh, so seven. So for um, <laughs> Thanksgiving week, they do like all like old stuff. Okay. Like, you know, a lot yeah. of it is like sarcastic. Mm. Um, and the show that we had, it was uh, like all all, all remixes. It's like an hour of remixes of like the artists that are like currently on, on the radio. So like Imagine Dragons and the Killers right. and that kind of stuff. So since it was all like older stuff, like from the eighties and nineties, we decided to do an all Nine Inch Nails remixes hour. Hilarious. Okay, because there's a there's a, a lot of them, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of curse words. So I had to go through, and every time there was a curse word, I found like a turkey gobble. <laughs> a turkey gobble so over scary. the curse word. So yeah, that's so, funny. That's, that's, it's so funny. It, but it's so get like, the purpose out of here. It's creative. I think yes. I like that. And, and it's stupid. Like we yeah. went into it knowing it's supposed to be like tongue in cheek, right. But like, but but the, the, it's so easy and so like anybody that has like a computer and probably any like free like, free apps on your even for phones that you could just do that to your track. It, hey, yeah, it so just look, takes yellow ten him. minutes. Yellow him. No, you know what? You're the only one. You're the only one who gets yelled at, Laddie. No one yeah. else. No I'm, one else. I'm, but I'm real here quick, before we go, you are. And and you it, should, it said, "What happened to the beard, Carl?" Um. <laughs> anyways, like I was saying, oh, I know oh, my oh, hubby's oh, back oh, there. That guy. Corey's in the house. My, yo, can I get some love, man? Real quick. Uh. All right, let him give their love. That's to <laughs> to a top artist in like like. Um. Real quick. Real quick. You know what it is. We are ready. We are ready. Come back to this question. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's my man. It's my man. Fuck me. Hey, look. Nah, if like... I didn't get caught up, you shouldn't either, all right? Hey, yo, wow. Man. Bro. Damn. <laughs> Anyways. Right. She said stop dicking you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just one tip from each of you on how we can, as a community, build support and, um, you know, to, take each other, each right. other build up. So, uh, accountability, holding the artist accountable is everything. Um, 
you know. Oh, a big applause. I think um, an editorial. We'll edit it in there. I think that um, you know, like we were talking earlier, if, if your homie is a rapper and he's not great, then you need to tell him he's not great. Mm-hmm. You know, from I'm talking accountability from fans. In a nice, constructive, loving right. way. I'm not telling don't you to be crush like, yo, him. I'm not telling you to get on Facebook and be like, yo. Don't crush her dreams. Y'all niggas suck. Ah, ah, ah. Y'all right. niggas can't rap. You ain't better than my mans. Exactly. And like, nah, it's not, it don't got to be like that. Right. You just got to be like, look, man. You when, I, when, I get, when I get something in my inbox that I don't like, I'm like, look, man, this isn't for me. But I can see the appeal in it. And I feel like if you did A, B, and C, I think the music would be better. I mean, I wish that's what somebody would have done for me. See, I I did that for someone. Back whenever I first started this radio thing, I thought it was a big deal. They hit me up, and I was like, okay. So I listened to it, came up with some constructive thoughts, shared it. Never heard back from them. They didn't give a fuck. They just wanted that play. Never heard back from them again. I don't know. But if you're going to ask me what I think, I'm going to tell you what I think. We're artists, though. We're sensitive about our craft. Okay, but I'm not going to tell you what artists. No, that's fine. I'm saying, though, like we're artists, and we're sensitive about our craft. Okay. So you have to understand when people. Uh, I know, but it was a constructive, people, loving kind of way. Like and this also, is right. The artist reached out to you. Yes. Right. So it's like. And ask me my opinion. So if that's the case, if, if the artist is reaching out to her, asking for I don't her think thoughts. That's, I don't think that's what it was. I think. You're right. When, when you hear when that's you hear, hey, listen to this. Tell me what you think. When I get that in my inbox, normally you just they don't want to actually know. Like, tell me you how actually don't give right. Exactly. Only tell me the good shit. If there's anything good, if there's not, then shut the fuck up. You're right. Or you know, that's a hate ass bitch right there. Yeah. Oh, that bitch oh Hollywood ass bitch. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, accountability from the fans and from the musicians. Like, you know, if I ask you guys, if I was to play you the album right now and be like, so what do you guys think? And you guys are all like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like I said earlier, I don't like that shit. Don't tell me it's cool. Tell me what you really think what, about the What product. did you like what in did, particular? Right. Yeah. What didn't you like? Right. More specifically, tell me what you didn't like so I can work and on why. it. And why. Right. Well, so I can work on it and be better. Sometimes people don't have the goal to tell you what they didn't like, but they're still telling you what they didn't like by saying, well... You know, that one song was good. You know, they're still telling you there's shit that you're missing there. I, I, I think you can read between the lines, but you're right. People I need also, to be... Right. I also don't I'm like the, good. like, you know, I don't... I also don't like the, uh... It doesn't sound like Tory Lanez, or it doesn't sound like Cole or Kendrick or, you know, whatever. It's like, bro, like, I'm not those guys. Right. It doesn't sound like Coldplay either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know like, yeah. I don't... I can't be those guys, so I need something more than that. Okay. Your tip? For building support? You said it. Hit it on the Oh, come on now. It's already gone. You have to go with a different one. Sorry. Shot? Um, Yeah, any more shots? Yeah. I'd say, I mean, it's also a matter of, I think you're, so if if he's taken the accountability answer like an asshole, (laughs) I would say it's a matter, it's, it's the, you're taking accountability from one person to another. I'm going to say taking self-accountability yeah. and trying mm. to figure out well, what... Well, you going to try to act like you weren't using his answer I'm when totally, you are. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just making it better. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love you. Um, no, it's... It would be being self-aware and being honest shots. with yourself. I see you. And... Which, which, is, which is tough, especially for artists, because artists, like you said, are very sensitive people, so there's yep. that instinct to think that your stuff is really great and then there's a ex, you know that equal and opposite instinct of thinking that everything that you do is garbage you know mm. and trying to find that balance oh it's so true i'm yeah, sorry but, but people no. some people really have this like everything they put out is a shit and it's yeah. really hard like that's 
hard to deal with. And if you can try to like average out those two emotions, that's usually Mm -hmm. more where it actually is. And if you can, you know, like you said, like like holding yourself accountable to the point of figuring out like what what's working, what's not working, and not necessarily change. I think changing yourself and educating yourself, people kind of look at synonymously, and they shouldn't be. Yes. You know, I think getting getting better at something does mean you're changing Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that you're it's very different from like selling out or or, you know like doing that so if you can find a way if you can find having a community or network or you know fucking Facebook messenger group of other people that are equally willing to give you honest critiques and feedback and are are equally willing to do that and receive it Mm -hmm. from you um that's going to be hugely helpful because if, if you can get if, if you're trying to help somebody else solve their problems you're also strengthening your abilities to solve your own problems right. mm-hmm. and if you're allowing somebody else to help you you're strengthening your ability to help yourself okay. yeah and you're broadening yeah. your perceptions and your knowledge and all that so definitely and it makes it, like say that's that's all it is is i'm just helping you and you're helping me after a while that's a hell of a team that you've created yeah you know so so huge um not that everything that has come out of your mouth isn't fun and great and making me laugh. <laughs> I just thought we did on a fun game. Right, Sound go good? Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We're doing overrated, underrated. We're going to take... No, I know you want to. You know what? Real quick. Yeah. Top, top five. Keep Local pushing. top five. Real quick. Oh, Real quick. He almost yeah. thought he got, he got out of that. Uh, shit. Yeah. Um, shit. Watch uh, out because Corio's in a building. Watch out. You better be <laughs> in there. Let me tell you. Corio's top. He's like one, two, three, and four. Um, okay, so then who's going to eat? Because top five can never include yourself. That's so, ignorant. So top five. Top five. Uh, all of these people, I feel like, have inspired my art in okay. a way. And help mold me into an artist. So I would say, uh, Brian Graves. I would say, Van Blue and Rose Gold. I would say, uh, I would say D. Burner. And yo, that nigga raps his ass off for real, for real. He just came out last Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah. That nigga's retarded. And, dope. And uh, who else? Who else would I say? I would say, um, top five. Like my top five, damn that that shit. The last slot, who does that go to? Mm. I think. Um, wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> Is it wasabi? Is it? No, I think. I think. I think. Um, top. I I was. Ah oh, man, I don't want to say it. Nah, I do want to say it, but my man Logan, like Logan, really was ahead of the curve. Yeah. It, it was because because I feel like. I feel like because he was white, people didn't really give him the time of day. But he was really like ahead of the curve. And like I said, if it wasn't for him putting me in the studio, you know, giving me my first session, like I was a little dirty nigga. I was stealing. I was living in a trap house. You mean I was hanging out with whoever? You mean like whatever? And he really saw whatever he seen in me and was like, "Yo, like work on this." He gave me a place to sleep. You mean like? He really introduced me to a passion I didn't even know I had. Like, I was rapping just to rap, for real. You know what I mean? And I'm forever thankful for that, man. And I miss you, and I love you, bro. Last time I saw him, he didn't see me, but last time I saw him, he was driving down. I was on Lime Street driving, and he was speeding. 
but I knew You're it was right. him. I knew What's it was right? him because uh, I heard his, yeah, his dad sitting back and he was, you know, doing his rap shit. And I was just like, fucking Logan, yeah. hilarious. Yeah, man. He was all, he'd always call me like, yo, bro. Yo, he always get these cars. Like, how do you constantly be getting cars? Tony, listen, man, I'm, I'm not talking about nothing. Uh, I'm not talking about shit. I'm not talking about shit. All right, transition. Take the shot and play this game. <laughs> My bad. I didn't realize I was putting you on the spot. <laughs> Yo, Corey. Cheers. Yo, bro. You didn't make top five, bro. He ain't hurt. You don't need to be in your top five. You You know know what what it is. You know what, dog? I'm going to say it on camera, dog. I want to battle Corey, yo. Oh. 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 What about that TCP? What did they suggest? Yeah, TCP Hip Hop Battle 2020. Marquis about to be like, Hip Hop Showcase? What's that? talking about accountability, you need to explain... Why? Oh, yes, why I want to battle Corio? Yes. Why I want to battle Corio? No, 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 no. Why I didn't make top five? No, nah, it's not. All right, so Ooh. both right. of them, him with both. I'm gonna be. It's some exclusive shit, right? No, no. On some G shit, it's not that he didn't influence me. I feel like the time I met Corey when he started making music, and the time I was making music, I just feel like we were on two different wavelengths, and I don't feel like I paid enough attention at first. Like I, I, I listened to the music. But listening to it now and listening to it then, I can see, I can see the lane that he's taking now, and I wish I would have paid more attention. You feel me? Not saying that he's not a good artist or a great artist even, because he's excellent at what he does. It just for me at first it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? It's a classy answer. Yeah. Way to, way to save your ass. Well, you know what? Fuck Oreo then. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm playing. I love you. Yeah. He had to stay on camera. Yo, first, oh. I'm about to say, we, we recorded that shit. Yo, your wife ain't going to be in shot. the only clip I came here for. <laughs> 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 I got it. Whoa. Just, just in case, just in case he needs that shit down the line. I love you, Corio. That's all I got from this. Word, word. Nah, I, I feel like, nah, there's a lot of artists, though, that are great from here. It's just these artists, you know, like I said, Brian, man, that really, he was really, like, one of the first self-aware local dudes that I listen to like he talks he talks a, about a lot about himself he talks about whatever he wants to talk about in his personal life and that for me you mean we were just talking about how that makes a real that's how you know a really like a true artist like when you when your shit comes from like real life shit like that's how you know like that's they're, they're really like it's really a part of them because it's, it's it can be it can be hard it can be really embarrassing but listening to yeah listening to rappers like <coughs> tech nine uh eminem dmx brian and just hearing how and they embarrassing put it, never entered my mind when i thought of how eminem felt about making saying right, things right Real and shit. It, it really is though and it's like yeah. you know like uh you know on the album i talk about you know my issues with my son's mom and i'm like damn like mm-hmm. that's embarrassing for me to put out there but in the same breath somebody who can't articulate their feelings is going through the same exactly thing. no problem is new under the mm-hmm. sun and, on the, and in the same breath you know, people are going to talk about your problems regardless right. if you're out here talking about it. So right. might as well bite the bullet. It's like whenever you got bad news. Why let anyone f- hear that from someone else? You tell the bad news. Mm-hmm. And, it's and, you know, it gives you more strength. So definitely. Yeah, you know, there's a, this could be like a topic for a whole other episode. But we were talking about this a little bit on the way in here. But, like, talking about the like the, en- the, the artist and producer dynamic and, like, how the, the producers number one through ten job is to help the artist real you know help the artist's vision be, be be realized right 
and the difficulty of something like a dynamic like this, where I grew up in a very, very different life than Laddie does, mm. and you know, trying to, you know, me trying to understand the best that I can what where his head's at with these songs. But like, I know there's no way I could ever mm -hmm. fully understand that. Um, and for him, the struggle of you but know, you can appreciate it. I, 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 yeah, I love you know that I mean? comment. Like, that's, it's so right. It's but so that's true. so like that's like a whole other discussion. It is, and but, we like, should totally have that discussion. Yeah, but like it's 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 interesting, and for for me, I feel like a lot of people would be scared of that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we joke all the time about how I refer to his next album as Nuggets because I'm not gonna. <laughs> 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 uh, but I remember, right. I, I remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word nuggets. He's when in I, a pod here. We I, had this yeah. conversation about that word. I'm gonna yeah. use the word nuggets when I quote him in a second. He's like, "So you're gonna be cool if uh, the next album's called Nuggets?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "Well, I don't know, because you know you're white." Yeah, right. Like, that's communication. talk. The title is so much deeper than that. You yeah. Mean, like, like having to explain to him what it's like to be black is the hardest thing in the world, and having to explain problems that only black people go through is the hardest thing. That's in the why hip hop's yeah. for, though. Right, but you know, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the next album. This one's not even out yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but we've been yeah. talking about it because because we sat and talked about it. Since we got to a whole conversation so, about that word nuggets. All right, so all right, so <laughs> Pete, right? The word the word niggas. All right, we were talking about. In case Kendrick. they didn't know what it was. Right, we were talking about Kendrick. <laughs> well, that's how it's pronounced. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what? So, no, we were, what were we talking about? We were talking, we were talking about Kendrick and uh, him having a white woman come up on stage to rap Mad City. And mm -hmm. I thought that was bullshit. I called bullshit on that. And I don't right. think it's fair to have a song like that. And you pick out of 50,000 people, you're like, you... Young white lady, come up here and rap this song that I say nigga in a million times. <laughs> you can't say that word. That's bullshit. I hear it. If, if it wasn't, if you didn't want white people to say the word, listen, you're like we don't it. have time because um, you know how I feel about this, and I've got an, a, an argument that he had day. nothing to fucking the, say to. The whole yeah, day. you remember my <laughs> argument? I do. No, I do remember the argument. And it was but, a good argument. But this album, this album, the next album after Grown Pains is definitely meant to spark a conversation. And, and, and you I know want what? People to feel we'll have to have you back whenever you, you're promoting that gotcha. because um, up next is uh, a game. And then we're gonna head out. Yeah. You guys Sorry, we keep on delaying the game. It's okay. all right. That's how. I don't, I don't, I don't play time, games. time is all we have. It's okay. <laughs> yes. So uh, you're gonna start off with the first question. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Question? It would be my. Would you rather? So I'm gonna give you two options. Would you rather do this or would you rather do that? You just give the best. Hi, Carl. Would you rather? Shit. I forgot to take this one. You didn't forget. I watched your ass put it down. I started talking. I started talking. You chose to talk instead. No, I forgot. He chose to forget. Okay. Alright, while y'all are pouring the shot, I'm gonna ask you the first one. Can you, pass okay. your, can you pass your glass though so I don't have to be a pain in the ass while yep. speaking? Oh, wait, you didn't take your last one. Good. good. Alright, you ready? <clears throat> I did not come up with these, these are on Google. Oh, shit, you could have taken credit for the first one though. No, cray -cray. no, I don't want credit for none of these. Would you rather? We're like, let's push that off a little bit. It's called Would You Rather. If you've oh. ever been drunk or a child, you know, you should know how to play this game. <laughs> yeah. Alright, here we go. Would you rather swim 300 meters through shit or dead bodies? What? Again, this what? Google. Would you rather you have to choose one? Which one do you swim? Would you through? rather swim through sh well, through shit or dead bodies? Shit. <laughs> how recent? How recent the shit and how recent the dead bodies? 
I don't have that uh, that that information. Yes, you can. You have to. You have to answer the question. You don't answer. You take a shot. We'll play like that. Are you trying to get wasted? It's pizza right there. I would rather. Oh my god. Fuck. This is terrible. That's a terrible ass question. I would rather. I'd rather swim through shit. Yeah, agreed. Fuck Be, that dead body bullshit. Right. I'll take the dead body. <laughs> you ever gone like this and had a person's face in your hand? Fuck out of here. I'm it's not grabbing shit. I'm not no, grabbing shit. I can watch the no, shit. No, it's off. not. Yeah. I can watch the shit. I off. cannot I can watch erase that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, nigga, you can't erase yeah. that, nigga. You just gonna have to live Real with that. Shit. Like, yeah, watch the sweat. Oh, dead body. Nigga was already dead though, so I'm a little bit. Go ahead, argue. I'd argue that you could just like. Climb on top and then ride a dead body out. Float. Or just run. I mean, if it's like, just it's not. No, nigga, we're talking about swimming. The lily pads. We're talking about swimming. Would you? Just are you? Like, how would that happen? It doesn't matter how it would like happen. A pond of bodies or a pond. You're thinking about it. That's the game. Would you rather? If you're in Chernobyl, pond of bodies sounds like a great metalcore band. Ooh, okay. <laughs> pond of bodies. Got one Actually, for you. This one. This one. This one. This one. This I didn't answer. That's bullshit. I'm not taking this shot ever. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather look 10 years older from the neck up or the neck down? You guys remember that episode of Tales from the Crypt where my man kept replacing his body parts? Oh, old shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, John. And she was yeah. like, every time he got a new body part, she found something wrong with him. Oh. He was in the change of mood. She was like, ew, your legs Is are old. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he had the upper body of like a 24 year old. He's like, yeah, what's up? Uh, <laughs> yo, that's crazy as shit. I, I would say. I'd rather look old as fuck in the face and surprise the joint like, BAP! <laughs> hold this. Hold this. You see the six bag though, right? Right. Yo, hilarious. Carl? How about you, Carl? I'd say... It don't matter for Carl. Yeah, I'm married. So I'd say older in the body because she's stuck with me. Guys, this is this one tops all the rest of them. Okay, you ready? Would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth? Ooh, that's a good question. I have to be equally <gasps> terrifying. Terrible. <laughs> I have to experience the beginning only because all of our answers will be, you know, I mean, questions will be answered. Sorry, too much, EJ. I don't care how it's going to end. If it's going to end, it's going to end. So I, I just mean, want to know. Well, you think, but what if it was aliens evading and then slowly torturing and cutting your body apart and raping you? I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it then. I'll handle it then. That's how it started and that's how it's going to All right, so Pete, I, I would say I take the beginning. I would take the beginning just because, like you said, all our answers, I mean, all our questions would be answered. Right. You got me. I want to know. Except for how does it end. Except how it how it. That's ends. the only answer. But I'm all right with not knowing how it ends. I'm not even going. I'm, right, you'd be able to tell. Like, word. This we'll handle that when it comes. Would you say? We'll handle the end when it comes. Oh no, hell no. Yeah. Nah, okay. I'm good. All right, <laughs> when I got a new. This would be mad future technology. And shit. Like, be like, <laughs> we'll be dead by then. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with the end as well because the beginning, you're one of the only pe humans alive. All the other humans do not know the whole us, you know, together thing. They I mean, just want to kill. Do, no, they don't. I mean, well, we don't really know. But philosophers have argued. What do you think people were Civilization or the beginning of the Earth? Beginning of planet Earth. 
Right. That's what I'm right. Beginning, beginning of, of the Earth. Earth. Right. So I'm you're alone. You're alone, motherfucker, with dinosaurs. The first time. I'm alone with dinosaurs. And it says, you are alone with nothing. It says experience. It doesn't say live and then live there forever. Two pieces of the dust. It's a lonely ass fucking experience. At least at the end, you could probably have sex, like, you know, as you guys die. But now in the beginning, you'll figure out how to do everything else because you'll know. But you're alone. It doesn't matter if you're alone because I know everything. At that point, I'm God. Yeah. Until an amoeba comes around and kills you because you don't got fucking vaccines or doctors. I do though. I do though. But I do though. Amoeba. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, Is that okay? Last question. Yeah. Sure. Would you be able to talk your way? Would you rather be able to talk your way out of any situation or punch your way out of any situation? I'm punching. (laughs) I'm punching the shit out of everything. Listen. My boy, right, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. My boss is like, yo, you gotta do this mandatory overtime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you got it. <laughs> yeah, Hold on, I just thought of a really good one, though. I don't think you're gonna keep a job, though. Real quick, what was your answer? I'd say I'm, I've gotten pretty good at talking my way out already, so having the punching as like a backup. Mm. You got that. Nice, nice, be, nice, nice, nice. It must be nice living in such a smart brain. He's like, listen, I'm already good at talking. I'm going to utilize my knowledge and be like, nah, bitch. First I'm going to take the punches. Yeah. I can all, already. Yeah. Yeah. I that's how I started taking my money. Hold on. I got I got one last one that we want to... It just came up in my mind right now. Would Uh-oh, you Would you rather be able to get away with all of your lies or be able to detect somebody else's lies when they're lying? I'd rather be able to detect somebody else's lies. Same. Because we already should have witnessed all of this stuff. You better watch out. You know, I can't talk about him. Yo, I'm talking myself. I'm very, I'm very honest. If you guys don't hear the music, you know what I mean, then you wouldn't know that. But I'm the most honest <laughs> on wax for sure. I don't gotta lie about shit. You just heard what I said about that uh, no pressure, no diamonds session. I hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. We're gonna have that. T- but you know what? You didn't speak up for yourself either, though. You know, like I had no idea. I would have thought for you. I'm sorry. The experience of the session. I was super like, all right. So I'm in somebody else's. I'm in somebody else's domain, and I'm not gonna be like, nigga, that shit sucked. But I did. I did speak up for myself. I did say, maybe you know, maybe that's not the one. He's like, nah. You know what? You sound great. I'm like. Sure. Are we rapping? Cool, guys. Peace and love. Growing <laughs> pains coming out soon. <laughs> I, I, I. Hold Listen. on. Where are you? Where are you dropping it? Where's it going? It's going everywhere. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, whatever the fuck y'all got is going to be on. The nigga that sells CDs on your block. The, nigga, <laughs> like, the bootleg man, the oil man, the oil man is going yeah, to have these shits. I got, I got that fire, yo. I got that you. You, you want to fight out? Man, he's right outside Queen and Queen and Farnham. He's going to be like, yo, growing pains. Yo, listen. To go with your beard. Niggas bootlegged <laughs> cartoons and cereal. Yeah. That shit. That's how you know you're real. You know you out here really working. People bootlegging your bootlegging music. The... First of listen. all, why didn't you make it easier for them? You didn't. All I gotta do is download SoundCloud or something. Put it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud is a thing, but to, to me it's like <laughs> it's I a feel, thing. all right. No, t- to me it's super oversaturated, and I feel like when people ask if you make music and you say, yeah, my shit is on. Where can I listen to you? And you're like, yeah, it's on SoundCloud. People but you like, could say, well, you can find it anywhere, but if you don't have Apple Music or Spotify, go to SoundCloud. You can play my shit yo, there. Spotify is free, first off. Spotify first off, is- I fucking... I hate Spotify. <laughs> Spotify is free. I don't know. I just I hate okay. it. I use Apple Music. Do you, you got Pandora? Do you got Pandora? Okay, so you have. I don't Apple use music. Pandora. Yeah, no. you don't, nobody uses Pandora. Okay, no, not anymore. So, I used to. Yeah, but fuck that shit. I'm so paying listen, for shit now. So listen, Why would I? When I do, that? when I decide to release something on SoundCloud, you should release it to Pandora though. It is a good spot. 
Right. When I decide to release it, uh, release it on YouTube and SoundCloud, it'll be up there, and I'll let people know. But if it's like this, right? I'm giving you music for free at this point. So why not help me make some bread to keep making Play good it music? Shit that's free, to, yeah, right? Yeah. To keep yeah. making good music. Why don't you? support me in that way because mm-hmm. we only get a half a penny a play anyway mm-hmm. yeah we you mean like with soundcloud we don't make no money Corey, oh it's lower than that way less than that yeah. it's lower than it's that it's 0.04 cents i believe oh it was a lot it was a lot lower. oh zero four cents i believe um oh, but shit. at the same time he just actually got his first payments for people listening on this thing so like that was awesome. really really cool hey. really really cool congratulations yeah. Yeah. Money's the best. it was yeah. cool it was shout out nipsey Right. That's amazing, though, and, and you know, and it's of, simply because people played the music and, on Apple right. and Spotify, and that's all you got to do. And DistroKid is what we use. They're fucking dope. Kid. You put, you pay them twenty a year. They put it everywhere, and then they let you know, send an email like, "Hey, you've got money in your account." Little quick tip about DistroKid. Yes. If you always tips. Okay, if you sign up, I, I forget what it is. There's like the two different levels. There's like the twenty dollars and like forty dollars. I just, I just upgraded, just, right? I think so. Yeah. So if you, if you. T- Start filling out all the information for like the more expensive one. Mm-hmm. Get all the way to checkout, and then don't check out. Like they'll don't, send don't, you a don't, discount don't, code. They'll send you a twenty five percent discount code the next day, oh. and then if you wait a, another day, they'll send you fifty percent off. So you'll get the full like uh, for, for like Six. Yeah. five dollars. For anybody asking how to get your music on these platforms, distrokid.com. Super yeah. easy to use. They're not super expensive. Please educate yourselves, young musicians, on where to put your music and how to approach people. If no one can listening to your it, music, you're not going don't spam like people. Yep. Don't fucking tag me and shit because yeah. I'm most likely not gonna don't listen. Tag, don't tag us on Facebook, dear God. <laughs> send, a, send a direct message. Right That's here. the best way to get someone's attention. Right um, we've got. I just tagged the link in uh, the comments uh, you, here. Would you like to drop some promo? Your studio, your hours, uh, where yeah, to find you, you on social Carl, media? I mean, yeah, uh, carlbonner.com. Don't, don't give out your phone number. B A H N E R. B A H N E R. Yeah, no, uh, I'm sure it'll be like tagged and you know. Yeah, you got yeah, YouTube channel, you got song, Instagram, song. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really use YouTube. It's Carl, much, Carl Bonner. Bonner at the. Everything's Carl like, Bonner. At Carl Bonner, yeah. So just Google C-A-R-L. or not Google, but search C-A-R-L. Carl Bonner yeah. and you'll find him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you should. Uh, if you're if you're serious about music, yes, taking that shot. Yeah, yeah I mean, not, and if I'm not the right person for it, I'll thank you. Find whoever the right person is. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. I fuck with that. So seriously, it's I'm so not right dope. For everybody. Hit him right up everybody. because he gives a shit about music and and the culture and the people. So that's really awesome. Okay, so um, shout out Wednesday, Worldwide Wednesday. Oh My yeah, dog. yeah. Every day's Ricky Wednesday. Cruz. Living long. But he didn't make again. the top five. Rick Anyways, <laughs> yo, yo, that was so fucking crazy. Nah, man. <laughs> yo, that is so. Stop talking shit like. That. Yo, listen, listen, man. Nah, all of these guys are fantastic musicians. And Wednesday and Ricky actually had a big impact. Rose too, and Van had a big impact on the way the album sounds now. Because before they got involved with helping me create the album, it sounded like some '90s boom bap shit, which I love, and they love too. To say nothing just, wrong with that. Right, they're just like, yo, listen, man, you got to upgrade the sound. Just a little bit, like, right? right? To reach new people. Listen, right. you can still have boom bap and have some trap drums in it. Right. You know boom bap in the trap. That's really doing you know his thing. Boom bap in the All trap. All right, so um, obviously let's cheers. Next week we'll be back with an uh, interview with the infamous Jerry Mi- Jeremy Wise. Jerry Mai. From CI Records. We interviewed him last week. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Anyways... Like I was saying, we interviewed Jeremy Wise. 
someone who has gotten um, Laddie shows. So go ahead and one, one, one. Gotten some choreo, some shows. Yes, brought yes. PNB out here. Everybody's yum, yumming. He, he's really doing his thing out here. So tune in. He drops some knowledge on on how to be the best you and the best artist, and also how to accept yourself as an artist. And like he really just. Killed it. Oh well, it is what it is. He does. He does what he does. He is also the uh, establisher of Launch Music Conference and Festival. So if you want tips on how to get in that next year, tune in next week, next Monday. And until then, cheers. Bye. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke.